2: Kyle Krabs here host of locked on NFL scouting join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position by position analysis of the upcoming NFL draft check out the locked on NFL scouting podcast with the draft dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts the Saints are looking to bounce back as they continue to extend this winning window their big addition this year quarterback Derek Carr is it enough to get the Saints back to the postseason we'll look at that here today on this episode of Locked On NFL Scouting.
1: You are Locked On NFL Scouting with The Draft Dudes, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: What's better than this? It's guys being dudes here on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. We're The Draft Dudes. I'm Joe Marino from Locked On Bills. He's Kyle Krabs from Locked On Dolphins. And we are your NFL experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the Lockdown NFL Scouting Podcast with the Draft Dudes, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making Lockdown NFL Scouting your first listen every day. And, of course, a big welcome and shout out to our everydayers. You know who you are. Those of you who would never miss a single episode, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much.
2: Joe, happy National Kyle nails the cold open on oh, first
0: Friday. It's a. It was absolutely beautiful. I had a big panic moment. We were getting ready to push record. Time for the cold open. Joe realizes that he doesn't have one written, and Kyle does it off the cuff That's and it. nails Why
2: it. Why not? Happy draft dudes wear blue
0: day as well. Um, thank you. Um, happy end of this series day to you. Last one. Yeah. Team last team, number, team specific one. Team
2: number thirty
0: two. <clears throat> Why did we pick the Saints for last, Kyle? What happened there? Um, do you want to say it or should I say it? I don't know how it happened, Kyle. I don't know how it happened. We, I think we were making some adjustments to the schedule and
2: Yeah, I, I you know what it was we were clicking and dragging because we had more college prospects tucked in here throughout. Yeah. And then y'all and, didn't listen to those and episodes. You guys didn't listen to the college prospect episodes yeah. in, in June. So we said we're not gonna do them right now. We're gonna do them later. So we'll we'll do more team stuff. So we click and drag and move teams up. And me thinks the Saints accidentally got mm-hmm. somebody else put on top of them while we were moving stuff around and we didn't notice. And then at the end of last week, I'm getting ready to uh, work ahead a little bit. I did like the Titans at the end of last week, which is a show we did on Monday.
0: And I'm like, we don't have the Saints on the schedule at all. <laughs> that have been a complete if we forgot them all together. Dude, that would not be good. We did that uh, several years ago. We were doing a uh, team by team draft. recaps Recaps. and we forgot one team was it seattle or something like that and we did not mean to but seattle fans were like hey we've been waiting for like the entire month for this what happened like oh guess we better do it yeah so hey we we got them all in we got
2: team number 32 and and it's easier it would have been easier for us to catch it because we have a spreadsheet that keeps track of all the scoring for all the teams (laughs) and all reds across the entire row because we didn't do them and didn't grade them would have stood yeah. out pretty pretty that's hard a, when we started point. to do the next chapter and stuff. So yeah. we, we got you, Saints fans.
0: All right. Well, it's who dat nation? Yes. Who dat? All right. We yeah, got it
2: right. I, I always remember who dat versus who day because I sing the – it's who dat say they going to beat them Saints. But like,
0: Wait, are you sure that's the right one? Are you sure it's not who day? Think they going to beat them Bengals? Like, are you sure? Let's move on. Whoa, because you're not sure. I'm gonna float
2: around <laughs> and produce this thing and Google it to confirm, but it, it's like ninety-eight percent sure it's who dat say they gonna beat them saints.
0: I think it's I think it's the other way. I think it's the other way.
2: Google search who automatically it's most widely used by fans of the New Orleans Saints and American football team. The entire channel is who dat, who dat, who dat say they gonna beat them saints.
0: Okay, all right.
2: Say less. Here we are. So you're, you're supposed to be an NFL expert. I you know. don't even know who that versus what who. What an day, idiot. Which was an awesome comment that we got when we did the. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's You're an NFL about- expert. Don't even know who that versus who day. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the that that's the litmus test of NFL yeah. knowledge is the fan chance.
0: All right. New Orleans Saints, you're up. We've We're spent up. time studying the film. We've checked analyzed your roster. We've checked the tape. Yeah. We've categorized every player. And now we want to talk about what this team is entering 2023 we'll focus first on the offensive side of the football where there's a new quarterback Derek Carr Mm. taking over as a quarterback of this football team with um I guess Foster Moreau is a nice new addition at tight end but largely the same cast of characters Jamal Williams a new addition at running back uh, to go with Alvin Kamara um where do you want to start this conversation when it comes to the offense
2: um Man, the homer in me wants to talk about Chris Alave, who was just a massive brand dub for for both of us. But uh, I think the conversation probably should start with the rest of the skill group, where the obviously made an investment to bring in Jamal Williams as a complimentary back to Alvin Kamara. We still have Michael Thomas with whatever Michael Thomas is right. at this stage in his career. I think that's the thing that I look at that makes the hit for Chris Olave so critical is we're starting to see a little bit of a downturn in Alvin Kamara. We have not seen, I think I saw a stat. It was, uh, who was it? Nikhil Harris had the same amount of catches and yards as Michael Thomas in like the last three years or something. Ooh. Like a crazy stat. And I, it, I can't confirm that it was Nikhil Harris. So if I could float around and produce this thing and find it, but he has not been available in spite of, you know, a very large commitment from the team in the midst of when they were trying to extend out this winning window, and that's obviously hurt the the offensive depth. Now, I, I think the development of Juwan Johnson as a very viable pass catching tight end uh, is a huge hit for them. But I do question well, how deep is this skill room in its totality to give the saints enough juice in a division that has some good defenses, you know? And, and I, I like the construction of the offensive line. We need to see Trevor Penning develop, but I, I just, I always come back to this group and say, man, I, I wish we had like one more pass catcher.
0: Yeah. That's in there for a long time. Right. But if Michael Thomas is healthy and something like the Michael Thomas, we remember Chris Olave. Absolutely love what he showed as a rookie. And then, you know, Rashid saheed here, I mean, late in the season last year, that guy was producing. Yeah. And, you know, if he can kind of be an X factor for this offense, I mean, I think Foster Moreau is a really nice addition to this tight end room. They got some depth at running back. I, I feel like they – I mean, I think it is fair to question Thomas and Shahid, right, Like, just look fully what they are at this point. Um, But like you mentioned there, there's some solid – Components of this offensive line, obviously, Eric McCoy, is stalwart at center. Ryan Ramchek, one of the best offensive tackles in the game. I'm excited for Trevor Penning. Glad he got a few reps last year. You know, we'll see on Andrews Pete. I mean, I feel like he's underwhelmed me for a while now, and he's handsomely paid. Cesar Ruiz seems like an okay starter at right guard. Maybe not everything you wanted from a first-round pick, but there's some nice depth here. I mean, James Hurst, I think that guy has been... Over the last ten yeah. years, has there been a better backup offensive lineman that's Swing had to like utility dude, offensive dude all man. the time stepping in for like key players like at left tackle at left guard at right tackle? I mean, this guy is everything you want in a backup offensive lineman. Now they add Billy Price, and you know, nice young player, and Nick Saldaveri. You know, there's some. I'm so mad they got Saldaveri. It's a nice y'all player, did man. y'all
2: didn't need him.
0: He's going to be starting. He he will start <laughs> next year at he, one of those guard spots. Yeah.
2: Yes, he will. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, so I think the way that I could probably best vocalize the thought that I was working through at the start was I do wish we had one more guy. I think there's a lot of depth in this skill group, which is surprising because you don't think saints in depth because of their maturation over the last two years and getting through uh, kind of their salary cap transition. It's cost them depth, but I think they have good depth in the skill group. I just wish there was another guy when you're projecting for what Michael Thomas has been the last few years and kind of the downturn in efficiency on a per touch basis of Alvin Kamara the last year. I do have this stat and it's courtesy of at Roto surgeon. And it came from that. Uh, tweet at the beginning of the week. Name an NFL stat that seems fake, but isn't. Oh,
0: yeah, I got caught up in that for a while. The Man, other day. <laughs> I went down that
2: vortex and circled yeah. the bowl for about four hours reading all the tweets. Uh, <laughs> Tim Tebow's the only Denver Broncos quarterback drafted by the team to win a playoff game. How's that for a stat? Yeah, that's insane.
0: For a team that's won <laughs> a lot of playoff games, you know what I mean? Well, John Elway obviously influences a lot of that, and he was a Colt he Drafted by the Colts. Drafted by the Colts, wouldn't play, trade, uh, yeah.
2: So the, the staff from at Surgeon is Nikhil Harry's the exact same amount of receiving yards and touchdowns as Michael Thomas since 2020. Yikes. 609 receiving yards and three touchdowns. And uh, Michael Thomas has four more receptions than Nikhil Harry in that same stretch of time.
0: I think Pete Carmichael deserves maybe a few flowers here um, for what he was able to get done with his offense last year, not sitting here and saying it was a great offense, but. You know, you didn't have the quarterback situation be what it was intended to be. Andy Dalton kind of takes over and plays pretty well, despite not really yeah. having a whole lot in terms of wide receivers, you know, like kind of piece it together. And it feels like the outlook here, you have a defined planet quarterback. Like it feels like this offense is going to be a lot better this coming season. If not, I mean, obviously Derek Carr's arrival should lead to that, but I think building off of some of what they learned last year will be very helpful for them in 2023. Unleash Chris Olave. Uh, just throw it 150 targets for Chris Olave this year. Dude, Let's go, dude. Got 119 and 15 games last year. I yeah. think we're getting there. Let's do it. All right. Well, look, we're going to talk about the defense here in just a moment, but first, take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's $200 that you can spend betting everything from the money line to over-unders to who you think is going to hit the first home run in a game, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. Simply no better place to bet on Major League Baseball than FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. So sign up today and visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get up to $200 in bonus bets
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.
2: Joe, before we go to the defensive side of the ball, I have a programming note. We have live takes on takes tonight on YouTube at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll do it live. We'll, we'll do it live. We're expecting everybody to come mentally prepared for a good, you know what time with all your hot takes. Nice tumbler, Joe. Um, really? Yeah. I mean, I you respect like that you, one? Huh? your your fanhood. Oh, wow. I respect your family. I mean, I liked your waddle mug. So thanks. It's, it's actually up here. over. Here. I saw it. It's mounted on
0: the wall. Yeah. You got
2: coffee well, cup it's not mug. mounted. I just got a, a thing so I can rotate the <laughs> mugs out. So if I want to oh. uh, give shout out to the heritage, with the NDT scouting. Yeah, there line. is the OG. Yeah. I have the OG, OG, the black and white one over there uh, on my nightstand. I won't go get that right now, though. Um, but so we are live on YouTube at nine o'clock tonight for live takes on takes. At eight o'clock, did you see what Ted Wynn and Coach Vass are doing?
0: No, because I have a meeting at eight o'clock. I understand that, you, that but you I'm, also- telling that,
2: I'm, t- I'm telling this for everybody else's education. Okay. Ted Wynn and Coach Vass are going to be talking ball on Twitter spaces with Giants offensive coordinator Mike Kafka. Oh, good get. So, great opportunity for you guys to have a lot of fun football content coming your way this evening. But I wanted to, you know, obviously, Joe, your fanhood and Brian Daybowl and the affinity for all of that coaching staff I wanted to let you know that Kafka is going to be on Twitter spaces for a Q&A session at while, I'm in a staff while you're on a staff meeting. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. But then we, we have... Uh, takes on takes at nine. So should be a fun night playing according. But let's talk more about the Saints defense now.
0: Yep. Um, a lot of turnover on this defensive line. And um, I think it's a good thing. I, I I would agree with that. I think it's a good thing. I've okay. Obviously, Cam Jordan, just an unbelievable career. Maybe, timeless. Yeah, timeless. Maybe for the first time, I thought his impact was a little bit less last year. But I like these additions. Brian Brzee in the first round, I think he will be a big-time answer for them. Nathan Shepard's a nice free agent signing. Colin Saunders is a nice free agent signing. But I'm intrigued by a couple of these young players as well. I mean, Carl Granderson and Tano Passignon, they've really stepped up as quality depth players. And Peyton Turner, let's see, year three for him, it's got to come together as a late first-round pick. But Isaiah Foskey, a nice addition to this group. So I'm very surprised with, how much turnover is here, but also how much talent remains and intriguing young players to um, you know, take this unit to the next level. And obviously, I mean, I always start these conversations with with the O line and D line and uh Saints have been a team that's prioritized the trenches for a number of years, and I think that's allowed them to stay very, very competitive and, and give them a chance every week. But I, I like the makeup of this unit and a lot of the youth that's been added to it. Just just hope that we don't incur injuries on the inside.
2: Correct. You know, because I I love Colin Saunders, really athletic big guy. Saints paid him pretty impressively to to come in here in free agency, and and Nathan Shepard, of course, we were there for the the Senior Bowl when he showed up and yeah. and rec shop, and and he's had himself a nice career. I think there's a nice floor there with those two guys, and then Brzee is a, a high upside penetrator that you're hoping can can be fully healthy. Of course, that's kind of been the hiccups uh, for him the last few years at Clemson, uh, but what you have behind those three. To be determined, I, I like the edge depth much better. If you told me Granderson, Foskey, Turner, or Passing on ended up being the starter opposite Cam Jordan, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And I think that's a, a healthy thing for a room that has some young players. Granderson coming into year five. He's made a really nice development as a what he was a Wyoming, right? hmm Um undrafted too, I believe. I remember. Correctly. In,
0: I know he had injury stuff.
2: Yes. But, but like it was a toolsy guy, but yeah, small cool. school guy and his pathway. I mean, it, it's been really fun to watch him kind of develop into this player who you know, says six, five two, 60, Like there's very much a mold here for the Saints with these big bodied, like heavy hitting defensive ends and uh, what that gives you for behind those players with the linebackers. I think this is one of the better linebacker rooms in the NFL with their one through four.
0: Yeah. Mario nope.
2: Davis, Pete Warner's awesome. Another big brand win out of Ohio state for us. Um, Then you have Zach Bond as a utility player who maybe hasn't settled into a feature role. Like I think maybe we thought he would when he was first coming out of Wisconsin, but I do think the versatility is a huge thing in there. And Andrew Dow's an awesome special teams player. And we, we have a unique appreciation for Andrew and, and his football intelligence because he did externship with us when we were at draft network and spent a spring watching prospects with him and watching tape and and talking mm-hmm. with him a lot and, and seeing him continue to to be a team's player and i believe he resigned a new contract there this offseason it's yep. just it's a really nice core of four guys plus yeah, a, like- a, a draft a day 3 draft pick from last year and DeMarco Jackson
0: and there's still plenty of ceiling for Pete Warner, right? I mean, entering year 3, he had an injury last year, but you know, the way he started last year, the way he played as a rookie, I'm excited for him in year 3, but I mean, DeMario Davis, dude, like I think when you make like all underrated teams, like he's just always the guy that you put at linebacker, but like he's he's a roster cornerstone. He's one of the best Mike linebackers in the NFL. Like one of my favorite players to watch. Um is DeMario Davis like their safety tandem of Tyron Matthew and and Marcus May. Mm -hmm. Um, Again, I don't think they can have an injury there. That's, (laughs) I don't like what they have in terms of depth, but sorting out cornerback is going to be really interesting to me. Obviously, Marshawn Lattimore is CB1. You feel like Bradley Roby's probably your defined slot player, but I think we have a fun competition between a couple of recent third round picks, if I'm not mistaken, and Paulson Adebo and Alante Taylor to be that other guy. And I think that's, that's a healthy competition and I'm anxious to see which one wins out. I think neither one has played at a consistent enough level that you say that's our guy, but also you've seen good flashes from both players. I mean, even some good growth at times from a Debo. So I think that's one of the unsettled items here on this defense, but I think it's a good competition between a couple of intriguing young players. I really like the defense
2: like the projected starting lineup is good. And, And I'll, I'll drop the take now that we've gone through the, the depth chart on the offensive and defensive side of the ball. I think this is the best team in
0: the South. Ooh, we haven't even got there yet. I, I was planning on asking you mm-hmm. something along those lines.
2: Yeah. Now, whether or not they stay healthy enough to realize that, because I do think there's some problematic depth spots as they continue to push back and they're through the worst of that dead cap era for, for what was it like a two-year window. Mm. Um, I think they're through the worst of that. And you, you've seen kind of this, the, the draft ideology that they've had where they don't make picks for volume, right? They they identify guys that they want and they go get those guys. Oh, we don't trade back. are always very aggressive. Yeah, we don't trade back. You don't want to do, right?
0: move back and get a lesser player. Not my so, words. <laughs> Mickey so, Lewis's words.
2: Um, I, I think those two things have kind of combined where depth is still something that I get a li- little leery about with this team. There are certain position groups that I don't think you can – afford to incur an injury on i think wide receiver is one yeah i think defensive tackle is another i think safety is another um but generally speaking if you look at the projected starting lineups i would take this team over the other three teams in the south
0: let's unpack that a little bit more in the final segment i think i agree with you but i want to flesh off those thoughts right after a very very quick break
1: They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
2: Okay. Let's do that. Let's do this. So, for the Saints, we've spent a lot of time on this YouTube show with the— with the depth chart up. So you're going to see our mugs here for the last bit, but we're going to talk and define cornerstones, quality starters and adequate starters across the saints roster. So for cornerstone players, the only cornerstone player we have identified on the offensive side of the ball is Ryan Ramchick, who we gave no flowers to is a top three right tackle in football, right? It's Lane Johnson, Penny Sewell and Ryan Ramchick. Yeah, that's the list. Let me confirm, but I actually have the table up here. Those are the only three cornerstone right tackles in football that we assigned. So that's the only cornerstone offensive player. Alvin Kamara, Derek Carr, Eric McCoy, Chris Olave identified as quality starters. Adequate level starters. You have Michael Thomas. Had a hard time with that, but I really just don't know what to do with him in general. Uh, Caesar Ruiz. Foster Moreau, who's a new addition. Jamal Williams, your backup running back. And Jameis Winston, your backup quarterback. One of
0: two backup quarterbacks in the NFL to get an adequate starter tag. Which is funny because is the other one Andy Dalton? Andy Dalton. So (laughs) both of their quarterbacks. Andy Dalton, yeah, Yeah.
2: from Carolina as the other backup. So uh, that on the offensive side of the ball gives you a a majority of your starting lineup is adequate starters, quality starters, and roster cornerstones. Defensively, uh, it's even better. You have cornerstones in Cam Jordan, Marshawn Lattimore, and Demario Davis. Quality starters in Pete Werner and Tyron Matthew. Adequate starters in Bradley Roby and the nickel, Nathan Shepard, and Marcus May. So vast majority, that that leaves players like Carl Granderson, as a, I, we have scored as a quality depth option, slash Isaiah Foskey as a rookie, slash Peyton Turner as a first-round pick incomplete evaluation. Whoever that other corner is, is they're two young players as day two picks. They're incomplete evaluations. Uh, and then Brian Brzee is projected to start as a rookie.
0: It's a good makeup of a roster. And I think, I think in doing that, I think you presented the case for the Saints as perhaps the team that you should view as the favorites in the NFC South. They certainly have the most stable quarterback, right? I mean, Desmond Ritter, yes. Baker Mayfield. They, they and have, the, they have the best quarterback. It's not close.
2: At least off the information that we have right now.
0: I mean, those are pretty big question marks for all three other teams. Correct. I mean, especially comparatively speaking. Now, I like what Carolina has, but maybe there's just too much new there from a coaching and and a lot of different pieces. Atlanta has a lot to prove. I mean, Desmond Ritter has a lot to prove with a lot of young players on that offense and a lot of new players on defense that have to come together. The Bucks, pretty stable roster, but I mean, what do we really have at quarterback? Do we have enough pass rush?
2: Your offensive lines also. A line oh yeah. Players. There's a lot of
0: questions there. Yeah. I think, I think it is the saints. I think, I think through this process and we got a little bit more to do with evaluating the coaching dynamics and really stacking the quarterbacks. I feel really good about this Saints team, probably better about this Saints team than any other team in the South and and that should make them the favorites to win it. So, case in point,
2: if you're just counting with the starting 22, who the um who the teams are with the most Cornerstones and quality starters. So, what you would perceive to be plus, plus players in your starting lineup, not including special teams, just the 11 on offense, the 11 on defense. The Saints have the most. And they have I the best quarterback
0: situation. I just visited our friend's FanDuel Sportsbook. Oh, tell me something good. Well, I'm going to give you the odds for the NFC South winner tell in me, 2023. Tell me,
2: tell me something good because I'll smash this number.
0: At The leading candidate plus one thirty five is the New Orleans Saints. Number two is the Falcons plus two twenty. Carolina's plus three thirty. Tampa's plus seven hundred. Wow. So you could, I mean, you could do pretty well. I mean, you could put twenty bucks down on the Saints and win twenty seven. If you're into such things, let's see what their win total is at. Win totals. I'm. I'm going to guess it's. Eight and a half or nine, nine and a half. Wow. So, like, we talk about how this division could go any way, but it, and how competitive it is, and and there's probably some truth to that. But Fanduel is definitely leaning into the Saints, projecting so about ten wins, nine let's ten wins.
2: Do the thing. Oh gosh, we can talk about the schedule here. Okay. Uh, so just off the cuff, home against the Titans. Wait,
0: is this is this a is this a tease opportunity?
2: this is a great tease because we're going to do playoff on live streams. In addition to your regularly scheduled programming, yeah. uh, we're going to do this. Um, what starting two weeks from now.
1: Yeah.
0: Going to help fill in the blanks between now and so we
2: can't. have, so we have takes on takes tonight, and then we're not going to do one next week for the week of the fourth. And then the following week, we're going to do our first playoff predictors live stream in addition to your five shows. So if you're not on YouTube, I would recommend hitting subscribe on YouTube because you can find us on YouTube or if you're listening to your And podcast. hit the bell, right? So notifications. Yeah. Um <laughs> I digress. Uh week one, home against the Titans. Dub. At Carolina. Dub. At Green Bay. Dub.
0: Home against Tampa Bay. Come on now. I can't go I'm four and oh. Hey, Dub. I'm surprised you gave him at Carolina. Really? Why? It's week two for them. I mean, with everything's new for them. Uh so Tampa Bay, so four 0 right now. Yeah. Green Bay was at Green Bay, but it might have been my most aggressive oh, win. You, do you want to give them three and let's call it even and not yeah, yeah. split hairs here? Let's oh, say they're three and one through the first four.
2: Uh at
0: New England. That that feels like a, a game New England might be able to win.
2: I think New England could win. Yeah.
0: Okay. So we're at, still at three wins at Houston. Dub. Home against the Jaguars. I like that the game's at home. I think maybe the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars win. At Colts. Dub. They get all the court, all the rookie quarterbacks are playing them all, aren't they? Home against the Bears. Jeez, the schedule is nice. Win. At Minnesota. Let's, let's give that a loss, even though I think they can win it.
2: Okay. So we're six and four through the first 10 weeks. Okay. At Atlanta.
0: Can we just give a split with Atlanta? I gave him okay, the first one. So that, gives,
2: that gives you seven. Yeah. Home against Detroit.
0: Let's go Detroit.
2: Okay. Home against Carolina.
0: Is this the bounce-back game for Carolina later in the season, not going to no. get swept by the Saints? No. You don't want to give them a split against Carolina?
2: No, because you're going to sit here, mess around, and fudge the numbers, and they're going to be like 8-9 nine or 9-8. Nine and eight.
0: Okay, well then, give him a win. Home against the Giants.
2: Right. Tough game. Yeah, maybe. At LA Rams.
0: Probably a dub.
2: Uh, At Tampa Bay.
0: I mean, they can sweep Carolina and Tampa.
2: You want to say no and say we'll play the Law of Averages game? Yes. Okay, and then week 18... At Atlanta
0: this this schedule is nice Kyle
2: you got them at nine going into week 18
0: what's their hardest game what is it
2: must be nice to play in the NFC like somewhere.
0: what what and, and then they play the AFC South too their hardest game is Jacksonville
2: Tennessee Carolina Green Bay Tampa Bay New England Houston Jacksonville did, Indianapolis Chicago Minnesota Atlanta Detroit Carolina, and you get Detroit at home. Giants, you get Giants at home at L.A., at Bucks, Falcons.
0: What do they have? They play, like, four playoff teams from last year? And, like, would, every team that picked in the top ten? What would you give for this schedule? Brother, <laughs> are you kidding? I'm glad we did this because this is a huge talking point for the Saints is this schedule. So let, we should probably take the over
2: on nine and a half then?
0: Smash the over.
2: Smash the over. Smash the the Saints to win the NFC South is our –
0: what is that schedule, Kyle? What
2: what's the threat to this not happening?
0: Derek Carr. Well, I mean, they have Jameis um, coaching. Yeah, I mean that's true. I mean, I mean there's we, not a lot of love say, for Dennis Allen. We say Carmichael
2: did a nice job. You know, we we've thrown flowers at the staff that Frank Reich's put together in Carolina.
0: I mean, yeah, injuries is, but it's every team, right? I mean, it, it's got to come together with Derek Carr, right? That's yeah. A there's, thing. A, there's
2: a chemistry experiment there that the d-line has to is. prove itself right and injuries yeah but you could say that for literally every team in the league. sure so like their chances who that who that say they're gonna beat them saints that's not many as people the, on the schedule as the chant so commonly known by everyone Especially NFL experts goes. Who that say they gonna beat that states? Uh that's gonna do it for us here on this episode of Locked On NFL Scouting. I'm Kyle Krabs. He is Joe Marino. We are the draft dudes. We appreciate you guys for making this a part of your daily routine. Shout out to the everydayers. You can find us on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. We are out of here tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard YouTube channel. Takes on takes. Be there or be square.
1: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this locked on podcast at as-